Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome back to another Supercoach Insider podcast. My name is Swizz, here to talk all things Supercoach BBL. But before we get into today's show, as always, check us out on all our social media platforms, in particular YouTube, Spotify, and get in contact with us via Twitter, Supercoach Insider 100 or Swizz 26. All right, this is one of my favorite shows of the year, the Reviewing Your Supercoach Teams. Thank you to everybody that has sent one in. Um, we had a, quite a few responses, uh, so I will flick through these. Some of these can get a little re- repetitive because um, people are very similar with what they're thinking, but it's kind of that's usually a good thing. Um, and the hope is that you maybe have one or two different pods. You can sort of see people's strategies through this, so um, we'll try to keep it brief. Um, because you know we, we know we don't have a lot of time before the kickoff of tonight, but at the same time, yeah, once again, it's kind of good to go through what other people are thinking. So that's just mine as it sits at the moment. Obviously, Harris Ralph is going to change with the news that he is not playing in game number one for the Stars. I wasn't part of that 14-man squad, so um, there will be changes for my team, unfortunately, with that. All right, moving on more to yours. So we've got first up is Corey, which is the bench warmers. Uh, so we've got uh, him. I think it's going to be pretty common with Billings and a Heat player as your vice captain. I do like Jai Richardson as captain. It's pretty. I think this is a pretty standard lineup. Um, not much cash on the bench, which is fine um, because I don't think cash is as key compared to other competitions. Um, getting sort of those points on field and um, planning for your buys, as you can see there with the buy structure from the Honeyball boys. Uh, The only other, probably the only question mark in that is Whiteman. Um, And does he get to, um, you know, even get selected for his first game? So there is questions about that. So potentially looking at maybe downgrading. The only way probably is maybe Richardson down. Um, so you can get Whiteman up to McDermott. I think McDermott's probably going to be one of the best cash cows this season. So you're needing 26k to do that. You've got five in there. Uh, so uh, but 21 down on Richardson. It's 121. I'm not a huge fan on the Stoinis pick. Um, in a perfect world, you know, you'd love to have to get up to Johnson. I'm just trying to think. Swepson's the other one. He is in the squad. There's question marks about him playing. So. Um, I'm even thinking maybe if Cooper Connolly took Swepson's spot in there, and if Swepson wasn't named, could you then go down to, um, let's just say, either Fraser McGurk or um, the Jack Edwards, who bowled all four overs in Sydney Sixers practice match the other day, and that would give you enough money to take Richardson down to, say, Johnson. Um, or you know, the other options is then looking at maybe dropping um, Curran and Hardy maybe down to a Berendorf, but that's still probably not going to give you enough cash. cash. Uh, in a perfect world, it, maybe even if you want to keep that Renegades player, maybe it is Mujib, um, and then that kind of keeps your structure going. But overall, you, know, you don't want to make wholesale changements just because of Whiteman. Um, but yeah, unless you put one of those keepers on the bench, which would be frustrating because they were all on double game. So um, that's probably your, maybe your best bet. Uh, because he is the best, uh, McDermott is the best backup keeper that you can probably have in your team. But outside of that, it looks pretty solid. So a good solid one to start off with. Uh, number two is Adrian. And we have on his team, 
Uh, what's that? We've got Billings again, as I said, pretty popular. Let's find the difference. I think Walter's not a bad pick. I have had him in and out of our side. It's just kind of his role. I think it's not going to be that great game one, but it will improve into game two and three, so nothing really to worry about that. Uh, that is pretty similar again to the, the previous side, except for that it's only 700 in the bank, which is fine. Whiteman is that problem once again. Um, so there might need to be the changes. Again, he's got Richardson, so it could be Mujib down to Richardson down to Mujib to help facilitate that trade. Um, but yeah, that, and that's probably the only issue that you're going to have um, getting that cash to get Whiteman. All right, number three, we've got uh, Jamie. So McDermott, here he is. Now, I would have Billings on field. I get what you're trying to do with the loophole of Billings. Billings is playing three games. I think it's pretty safe, but they're, they're, you do have the ability there to put Joe Clark um, and swap him around with McDermott if Billings was to completely fail the first game because he won't have the gloves in the third with Pearson coming back. So I don't mind that. Um, if you're going to probably loophole, um, I would take the I'd make Munro the VC. Hayden Kerr has got a niggle, so I'd take him out, mate. Um, Baisley's the same. I know you're probably looking at him for the second game. He could be your loophole option, so I don't mind it terribly, but he is carrying a niggle, so there is some worry about that. Um, Jake Weatherall, I think there are better options. I can see what you're trying to do with the Adelaide players um, and having them so you're ready to go for round two. I just think you've probably got the wrong Adelaide players. Uh, Nielsen, I don't rate him as it. Well, I rate him as a keeper. I don't rate him as a player for Supercoach BBL. Uh, he will bat probably eight or nine. So he is pretty irrelevant in there. So if you could move him to one of those guys I previously talked about, um, especially uh, Jack Edwards is coming more popular, Cooper Connolly. Uh, you don't have Darcy Short. So they're, they're probably better. Same with Jake Weatherall. Uh, yeah, I'm worried about his selection. I like Xavier Bartlett. He has spent time in my team. I think that's a good selection there. Uh, Richardson on your bench, I'm not too sure why you've got him on your bench. Uh, he should be on your field and probably your captain option. So I'd probably move Kerr. If you could move Kerr down to, say, even a Zampa type. Basically, you know, if you're going to play that strikers player, maybe get David Payne. That'll save you 25K as well that you can use um, to help upgrade a couple of those players. Again, Hasgalea, it's... Um, you know, he doesn't have a double to round seven, so I think you could probably move him out to a player who's got those doubles in the early rounds. It doesn't have to be necessarily one that has a double in the first round, but, uh, yeah, it could be a Thunder or a striker. Uh, so, yeah, a little bit of work to do with that one. Uh, next is Finn. So we've got, again, it's pretty... So uh, I think that's Tim David as captain. That's that's a really uh, weird, weird choice there, mate. Um, I'm not a big fan of the David pick as it is just because he's going to bat as low as he is and they don't have that double until round seven. So, um, yeah, you can probably move him out. Brown's in that side. Get rid of him. He's not in the squad for some reason. They have not named him even though um, they have named, uh, I'm just trying to think, Lockie, um, I should know this because we are making jokes about it last night, uh, the left-handed um, top-order batsman who is, and I'm sorry, I'm just trying to find all my group discussions here. He, um, uh, where are we here? Quint 
so I'm scrolling down a bit unprofessional here Lockie Hearn he was the one that got picked so he's a from New South Wales played for them a couple of years ago left-hander um, should be the either opens or your bat sort of that sort of four five position which um, I don't think he makes the final squad but for whatever reason he's in there instead of Brown even though Brown performed really well the other day so I um yeah you unfortunately you've got to change that your bowling lineup is pretty good. Ellis is probably the only concern, but I do like Nathan Ellis. It's just that he doesn't have the double, so it probably leaves you short. And maybe Swepson, if he wasn't to get selected, wait and see for that. So that's maybe a change. Um, Ashton Agar, I'm not 100% against it. He is injured, but he did play in the practice match the other day, so potentially he does come in. But then that um, Western Australian team does have that bye round four and five, but you could potentially use him as a loophole player during those rounds so uh yeah it's a, it's a different and i don't mind different because if we all pick the same well um it's going to be pretty boring so yeah your your bit of left field thinking there could be pretty good it's just um there's a couple changes that you do need to make just because of selections all right we've got uh i think paul c um, again, not much money in the bank, but that's fine. Andrew Ty, like, I don't mind that. Like, some people are going Richardson and all that, but others are going Ty or Berendorf, and I think they are good selections as well. We know they can perform, um, and uh, that's a great point of difference to the Richardson pick. It still gives you the ability to trade him out after the round one to get the money for um, Matty Short, which, he, you know, what's that, 60K to get to him. Um, and you'd hope that maybe short loses a little money, time makes a little money, so that's fine. So I like that point of difference. Nick Madison on the bench, we know he's going to play because he's the captain. He's not the greatest selection, but there's a chance that he could bowl an over or two. If he snags a wicket at 87K, yeah, that, that could be a very different cash cow, which uh, very interesting. Nathan Cool to Nile, I don't like him more because his injury history but he's the sort of guy that will come out and score 100 first game and everybody will be like, oh, why didn't I have NCN? Um, yeah, I think it's a lot of money to spend for him, but it is such a great point of difference. If he fires, you're going to be the one of the very few that are going to own him. Unfortunately, Harris Ralph has to get out of your side. He hasn't been picked. If you want to keep your structure with stars, maybe get a Murr because um, he's going to play the same amount of games that Ralph was going to play anyway. So um, that that's something to think of there. All right, next is Nathan, and 12K in the bank, which is a little bit more than the other boys. Uh, we've got, uh, again, Whiteman could be a potential issue. Even Fraser McGurk isn't um, you know, a lock in at that price just because we don't know exactly what he's going to bat and if he even plays because they do have Finch and Sean Marsh, so people that we've got to kind of think about. Um, but outside of that, if he does, you know, he's a great bench option there. Pretty standard. Nisa, like, if you're not going to loophole and you just want to straight captain him, fine, but she's got to make sure he is playing first because there'd be nothing worse than, um, you know, picking somebody like that and he doesn't play first game. Or even if he, yeah, I think it's risk because, you know, he might be a little bit underdone. So... I would probably prefer to vice-captain him, and then if he really goes ham, um, then maybe look at an option of um, loopholing somebody. But outside of that, it's pretty pretty good, pretty standard. Sutherland, I do like that as a pick. I think he is undervalued. Um, he could be as far as you know, 15 to 20 points undervalued um, for what he performed last year, uh, and probably even a bigger role with the ball. So, 
Yeah, no, I like that. Uh, next is Scott. Now, Scott's a bit different because he's gone the 63000 in the bank. So, uh, you know, loading up in case there's issues for next week, which is fine again. Philippi Gilks, I do like the Gilks pick. I've had him before. I'm just a little bit worried if he's the one going to keep or is it going to be Bancroft? But if he does, that's an extra bonus for us owners if I end up going that way. And he... Um, uh, will bat top three, so uh, doesn't have Tanavia, but does have Daniel Sams, and that this is the structure I do like because you've got the um, round four double. So there's potential when you're able to make those three trades, you'll have five Thunder, and most people have either three or four. So unless they're using a boost, so I do like that idea. Um, moving on, what have we got? There's a lot of sixes happening in this now. Ben Dorsha's probably just watch out for that because unfortunately he had a, um, uh, a loss in his family, so he may miss. On ranks, I'm not really on board with that one. And Jordan Silk, it's a bit bizarre. You've really loaded up on sixes. The problem with the sixes, after game one, they don't have any other doubles. So yes, they'll be playing each week, but if you were to move, um, you're trying to sort of make that money to bring in Matt Short and... Yeah, if it's let's just say Dorsius becomes current, so you can probably trade him out. Is Silk going to give you enough money to probably get uh, your David Payne in, maybe? Um, but I think, yeah, like potentially, if you're looking at moving just the sixes, but then you're going to be left with these Heat players as well, and as they hit their buy, so uh, it kind of works both ways. I think you're probably one, maybe two sixes too many, and not enough Renegades or Stars because they will have that double game, and they've both got. Um, a double in round three and then the stars in round five so yeah i'd probably be looking at Henriques and silk out for one of them the nielsen i've already talked about uh, i'm not a big fan of that pick uh we get patrick uh, so we've got uh pretty now this one is the starting on the match short so i i don't mind this because he um we're all going to want him for round two so may as well just start him now and and not have to worry about that trade next week. He's already got Short and Magniti on the bench too. So if they both play, he could potentially have up to six um, strikers next week, which would be huge compared to some other people. The only issue with that is, are you loading up on too many of the one team where what um, you know those points aren't going to be... Well, they, how how deep can they be shared around? Like So that that is a little bit of a worry there. Um Captain Munro, I'd probably VC him, but yeah, unless you don't want to have a loophole situation arise, so that's fine. Outside of that, it's pretty balanced. Abbott, just watch a little bit. I didn't talk about this in the previous one. He has been carrying a little bit of a niggle, but he hopefully should be right to go, but just watch that. Kuhneman is the spinner. I think he's more of a lock to play all three than what Swepson would be, so I do like that pick. It's 104 cash cow. I probably even think that could be potentially better than Walter. Uh, if Walter's batting sort of 6-9, bowling a couple of overs, I think Kuhneman could probably bowl his four overs. So then you've got economy rate bonuses coming into play. Uh, so, yeah, no, I, I, I kind of like that. Uh, so then we must be Matt G, 36K this time. So, again, gives him a bit more flexibility for the next um, for the next couple of rounds. Uh, Philippi up the top. Again, Whiteman, we've talked about that. You could probably swap McDermott and Whiteman down. At least you've already got McDermott in there. And if Whiteman doesn't play, yeah, he could become that Jack Edwards, Fraser McGurk. Uh, who else are you missing there? Cooper Connolly. So you've got some options to at least trade with him. You could even potentially go up if you really wanted to. The one uh, Thunder player, that's fine. I, I should, the balance of this team is pretty good. 
Um, yeah, I've got no real dramas with that. I like the bowling attack from the Heat. It is all in on the Heat with the five of them. Maybe one too many, but um, if they all fire in the triple games, yeah, you're laughing, mate. So that's that's pretty good. So I'm trying not to sneeze here. Okay, we've got Daniel, who's probably got one of the best team names going. Eat, sleep, BBL, repeat. Okay, so we've got, again, a pretty standard. It looks very similar to mine here with that top set for Philippi, Richardson, Hardy. Actually, yeah, mate, that's, I think you're on the money with that one um, outside of the Whiteman. But at least this time you've got the 13K, so you can get Whiteman to one of those other options. Well, you're going to, the only other real option there is McDermott. I don't, yeah, you don't have, so who could you move on? It might have to be a Tanavir or a Madison down to facilitate that if you don't want to upset the actual starting lineup. But outside of Whiteman, it looks good. But then in saying that, Whiteman could still play. So if Whiteman plays, there's no dramas here. If he gets picked, I'm just worried that he only plays the if he was the pick plays one game and then Zach Crawley comes in for him. Um, and then you've got some dramas. So it's like what do you do there with um the uh you know, you just got this guy, unless you're gonna he becomes your loophole player, and that's potential there. You go, okay, Whiteman maybe plays one game, he just becomes my on field loophole and I can use him next week and then during those buy rounds, that's that's fine as well. So that there's probably no issues with that as an option. Uh, the next one, and I think this is Andrew with Mag, uh, Magneta Boys, uh, 60K in the bank. So we're seeing a bit of difference here with the cash um, situation. Some people are saving cash, other people aren't, which, you know, it's fine. Jack Wood, first time we've seen him at 62K. If he gets picked, there he is definitely an option because he could play as the second spinner. And I wouldn't be surprised if he plays over Swepson as the second spinner and kind of that middle order hitter. Um, I, I don't mind Nikhil Chaudhry. Uh, yeah, he's had some really good premier cricket form up there in Queensland. And yeah, yeah. so I think at 42K, he will get opportunity. So yeah, I don't mind that as your cheap option. Um, outside of that, Wildermuth maybe is the worry there if he doesn't play because Anissa, he probably will get opportunities in these three games, but I don't know if he'll play. And Morris has to come out because he's been picked in the Australian squad. Uh, so that's probably the unfortunate one. But with 60K, that leaves you with many options. You could go down and even get more cash and say go with your Richardson. Or if you really want one of those, um, well, you've already got Curran. So if you wanted to go up, you could get Nisa if he plays. Or um, uh, who's the other one uh, we, we talked about? Um, oh, Ty or Berendorf. You could get one of them in if you wanted to keep a scorcher. So yeah, that, again, that's pretty solid. Don't mind that. Um, okay, 54K for Matt M, your team. Uh, let's see again. Nisa, vice-captain, that's the way I'd, I prefer it. Uh, Whiteman, everybody's got Whiteman, but at least you've got the cash spare in case he doesn't play and you want to go up to McDermott. That's fine. Good, Richards, the Richardsons. Yeah, that's pretty standard again. Uh, again, I re actually really like that side too. I'd be, I'd be happy to start that side. Um, there's nothing want to probably maybe just one short on the renegades and stars and what do we got there five heat so yeah that that's probably the only thing that stands out maybe one too many heat and then one less you know maybe one extra stars or renegades you could get in there just to balance your future buyers because it looks really good for round one but maybe just slightly going to be off for round three and four um unless like you kind of use your boost early Nick, uh, we've got 
who have we got there? Harper, I think this is one of the first times we've seen Harper. I'm a big fan of Sam Harper because even though he's got the buy in round two, you know he's going to be keeping in round three, round five. So that take, takes care of that. And he can kind of be your bench loophole. But I wouldn't want to be loopholing him with Whiteman as much as you. And I don't think you've got another keeper in your team. So that's the worry there, Nick. I would be, if, yeah, if you're going to have Whiteman in that situation, you probably need him in your batting lineup. And then McDermott there or Philippi um, to, because you know one of them will be playing in round two or three. You wouldn't want a situation where Whiteman gets dropped and then Harper's got a buy and you've got no cover for him. And there's not really any options next week because the strikers, you're not bringing in Nielsen. It's just not a good call. Um, outside of that, it looks pretty solid again. So um, I, I like that bowling attack. Wood, uh, it, that's probably the one I'd change the emergency to Wood because if he was to play, you could potentially then look at that loophole option if you want. All right, Matthew R, back to the, the low sort of. Um, money with the, the players on field, uh, Chaudhry, I'm gathering that you've already got that set up for your loophole with Wood, and if uh, Wood doesn't perform, you bring Connolly on, so that's fine because you've already set that up. Um, a good balance with the Stars and Renegades, thinking about that round three game. Uh, I'm the only the one uh, striker, but that's fine because you at least have four in there. Uh, so, yeah, pretty balanced again. There's not much... Yeah, some of these sides, as I said, they're very similar and they're set up like I'm not going to sit there and say, yeah, your team needs to be exactly like mine because the whole situation looks pretty pretty good. It's just more those players who, when you've got guys who aren't going to play or potentially going to be out or if they're really lopsided with your buyers. All right, next is Kim. Now, that's it. Billy Stanlake, first time I've seen him. Potentially there is a bit of a cash cow there, but... Um, and then you've got O'Neill, which I'm gathering is kind of a gay loophole situation. Uh, McSweeney's not playing because he's in the PM's 11, so you can move him on, mate, for 128. Where's Agar? The problem with him is he's only got the one game first week, but I do like that as a bench. Webster's another one who's involved in this PM's 11 game. So you could definitely move McSweeney, Webster. On regs, I'd probably rather, like, if you're going to go that cheap, that maybe Madison, um, that that would be or even cheaper than that so unless you like I guess if you might be thinking okay Webster's going to be available for that round three game but he would be one of those guys I'd probably more likely to trade in than starting him um, so I think you could put say an agar on the bench um, put the emergency on him bring Webster on and if you was to say downgrade McSweeney or even um, on Reeks you could then get uh, Webster up to say a Nisa, um, you've already got Curran, so it could be like a Barendorf. Um, yeah, so one of them. Bancroft's another one. It's like you pick the entire PM's 11 here, mate, so I, I wouldn't change him. Will Sutherland at roughly the same price gives you another Renegade player. So, yeah, a little bit of changes there because you've got players who won't be featuring much in round one. Uh, next is Sean with his team a couple short. Um, he's gone the, I, I never like this kind of format where, but it's slightly different, but it's, um, the actual team is fine. Just Wildermuth is the one that kind of stands out. Just wait and see. If Nisa doesn't play, get up. Yeah, Wildermuth will be there instead, you'd think. But yeah, there's potential that they may not go him depending on how they want to balance their team. Um, but if, if he plays, then fine, no problems. 
Um, outside of that, Whiteman is there, but at least he's not in the wicket-keeping position. He's got McDermott there, so if Whiteman does miss at some point, that's fine because then you can use him as a loophole situation. But that's a, a very good team. No problems there. Shane, uh, again, and now a couple of differences here. He's got the Hobart boys in Meredith and Jordan and also Wade. Now, they will be playing. They don't have a double to round seven. So it's probably, they're not the greatest picks for round one, and you kind of want to kind of look at maybe getting them on the bench. But at the same time, they're a bit like the Sixers. Like the Sixers aren't going to have doubles every week. So, and rounds like, in particular, rounds two, four, um, we've got their five, six. Um, I'm just trying to, no, no, round six, we've got two teams on the double seven. So really it's round, yeah, two, four, and five in particular, where you've only got one team on the double, we're going to have to have players playing in our team where they're only single game players. So it's not like if you want to go a point of difference and have those um, Hurricanes players, not a problem at all. I, I think that's fine. It's just a question of round one. And you probably only want maybe two at max and just sort of split it a little bit. So let's just say you go Jordan with Wade or if it's with Meredith, um, you probably prefer to have them on the bench and put the emergency on them and then have playing players on the field. Now, unfortunately, your bench is taken up by Burns, who probably will play, but not necessarily always the best uh, fantasy option. Uh, Peter Siddle, if he's named, fine, but if he isn't, I think you've got to look at moving Siddle in line, um, and then you've got those other options. We've talked about Connolly, McNetty, uh, Sanger, um, Jack Edwards, so there are cheaper Edward, um, options to go there. Inglis, it's the first I think I've seen him appear, if Wyman doesn't play and he takes the gloves, uh, that could be a real left field option. He uh, that that his form there when he made that ton in the the recent in um, international series shows how good he can be. So and you've already got Matt Short there. It's just too many single game players for the first week. Um, so maybe just a little balancing that out. But some of the players that you've actually got in there, I do like. It's just yeah, too many single game players. Uh, next is Michael F. Um, we're probably three quarters of the way through here, so thank you for continuing to tune in. Uh, Pearson not playing, um, and Nielsen is probably actually, uh, no offense, mate, the worst two wicketkeeper options you could have. Um, and yeah, so I'd be moving them on for Pearson. I think at the same price, you could, like, actually, I'm pretty sure for the same price there, you could nearly get Philippe and McDermott. Um, and they're probably the two, like, for the, for the wicketkeeping, like I think most people can have billings. If you're going to have, either have billings just straight out in your wicket keeping. If you don't want too many wicket keepers, that's fine. Because I know a lot of people want to maximise um, your bowlers, uh, which is fine because I always go bowlers over batsmen. And most of your outside of Munro, and for most teams, Munro is only the, the one straight batsman most people have. So, um, but I'd so move Pearson and Nielsen out. Even if you put Billings and McDermott up there and the rest of your team were batsmen who bowl and then bowlers who either bat higher or have a prominent role, either opening the bowling or bowling in the death. Outside of that, that's not too bad. Uh, moving on to Robert. And again, Billings, we've talked about Whiteman, but again, you've got the cash, so no problems. Kawaja is an interesting one. He's only playing one game, but there's potential here if he, he could smoke that one game. So it's not the worst in the world. I would probably, if you could, bench Kawaja, put the emergency on him and 
maybe have a, a loophole player ready to go. That would be the better way if you want to go him. It's a massive point of difference because no one's going to own him. The problem is if he fails, what do you do with him? I guess you just side-swap him next week. And it's like one up, one down kind of situation. Jake Weatherwald, I don't like the pick. I just... With that uh, strikers lineup now, you know they've already brought in Chris Lim last year. They got Darcy Short now. I just don't see how he's going to fit in. Uh, the, and again, Webster, like if he's not playing that first stars game, you may as well just get him in for round three. Uh, if he's only going to play one match, there's other options at a lot ch- cheaper. Or like and we've talked about like Sutherland. Even if you want to side swap, we've talked about Berendorf. It's like the same price, and you've got the cash there. McKenzie, I don't mind. It's the first time we've seen that. I think you'll get an opportunity this year. Um, yeah, they really like um, the way he turns the ball. So, yeah, I, I don't mind that as kind of your bench loophole option and hopefully he gets in, especially after when they've got the double-double in six and seven. I think he, he probably gets a chance there. Sean N, um, again, a couple of these Western Australian Scorchers players, which is fine because they're a good team. Uh, just watch a little bit of the weather as well. Geelong it could be a bit wet down there, so that might affect things as well. Um, Hose, first time we've seen him. I don't mind that one from the strikers too. You know, he, he'll be a bit of a point of difference because I think you're only going to get him in if you don't have the money to get someone else next week. Um, we've talked about Whiteman, but you've got the cash, so no problems. And that's the big thing. I've got no problem with the Whiteman pick. Just have the cash just in case he's not there to play so you can get up to McDermott. Um, but that's And Harris-Ralph, the other one that you've got to unfortunately change. So you can go straight off to Mia or you've got the cash to go up to, say, a Kane Richardson, for example, or even a Zampa. Um, so you've got a few options there, and that's at least a good thing for the money. Um, you've got options, and then you can trade Richardson next week to Short, which is great. Munro can go to, say, a Payne, um, and and you've still got... That, actually, I I really like that side. Like, if you can swap that Ralph and Whiteman around, that's, yeah, I'd be happy starting that side as well. Uh, next, uh, I apologize if I, I can't remember if it was Sean or if this is Brenton. Um, I'm just trying to look through to see exactly where we're at, but we, uh, we've got, yeah, we do. It's Brenton up now. Um, okay. Nielsen, again, I don't like that pick. It's, uh, Webster, McSweeney, again, picking guys who are in the PMs 11, Morris, Swepson, Nathan Lyons, not going to play any of the BBL. He'll be in the test series. Um, so, yeah, there's a few guys that you change there. Bodie Couch could... I know he's in the squad, so that's not too bad as, as a, maybe a cheaper option. Um, I've got no problem when you've got them on the bench. But, yeah, I think there's there's a bit of work to do with some of your on-field selections. So, yeah, Morris is probably the one with the cash. Do you go up or do you just swap, swap, um, swap him? Um, well, potentially down. Yeah, Richard, like at least that gives you more money to do with some of these other guys. So you could potentially go McSweeney, um, who you got there. Or you could go like Morris down to, say, Johnson. Um, that gives you that extra heat player instead of McSweeney. But then McSweeney then becomes, um, you could have him as you've already got Curran. So maybe it is actually Berendorf or Ty, and then you move Sutherland back into that mid, um, into the midfield, I was going to say, into the, the batting lineup. Uh, Webster, um yeah, let's just see who else could you move down. Even if you go cheaper, say Morris comes down to say a Zampa, um, that could potentially mean Webster gets up to Nisa. 
Um, trying to also be mindful that you don't want too many heat. You've got Swepson in there too. So is that just going to be too many on the rotation if you if uh, one, two, like four, and you don't have Billings? So actually, that's probably an easy one. McSweeney just straight to Billings. Um, and that gives you 12 extra K, 45 K. We've said Tort Morris down to Zazampa Richardson, and then that will allow Webster to go up to Nisa. Solved. And then Nathan Lyon just becomes whatever the best rookie you want. Uh, next, we've got, oh, next, the, the, the super coach champ himself, JP. Uh, so Billings and McDermott, that's the way I personally think most people should have, unless you've got Clark there, which he's got Clark anyway. Harper, again, the, these wicket keepers, I'm a big fan of. And I know my mate Grimo isn't as big of a fan. He likes the, the batsmen that bowl, but that's fine. The Most of this style is actually pretty like it's very similar to what I have. So JP, um, <laughs> and I've actually was playing around with the idea of Harris Ralph becoming Sam's. I nearly looking at this as it's, it's pretty well my close to my updated team. So um, I don't know if that's good or bad that JP and I are thinking the exact same, but you know, he has one as um, Heppel wearing my cricket shirt has just gone flying, but he, um, yeah, he has one super coach AFL before. So, you know, he knows his stuff when it comes to super coach. Uh, we've got Nico. Nico's been on my show before, the cricketer, bomber supporter. He doesn't know that much about Supercoach, but I think he's not far off the money this time, which is good. Um, does know his cricket better than he knows his footy. Uh, so we've got uh, Short. Now, I don't know about captaining straight out Short there, mate, but um, you do have Maxwell vice-captain. It's the first I've seen Maxi vice-captain. I don't actually know why more people aren't considering it. Like, this guy just destroyed Afghanistan and India over there in the World Cup and the T20 series. Like, why couldn't Maxi just come out and just go berserk in his, in his double? Um, so, yeah, I don't actually mind that. And it might actually be, yeah, a bit of a point of difference because I'm looking at, if Nisa doesn't play, I was thinking Munro because he's probably got the triple. Well, he's got the, he's most likely going to play all three games. But, yeah, Maxi playing two um, as a vice-captain option. I, I, I really like that left-field thinking. Um, a couple of the 42k options and it's probably because you're so you've able to fit as many players in as you have um, I'm just trying to think is there a better 42k action assault? maybe even McKenzie like you could actually go actually the one is maybe get Swepson if Swepson doesn't play Swepson down to McKenzie and then you can get Solzman up to Connolly and that would probably balance your team out well Nico um, outside of that quite like it mate well done uh, Bailey um so Bailey has sent me, again, Billings Whiteman. Whiteman's the issue there. Pretty stock standard in that batting. Aaron Hardy, I have had in and out of my side. He is one of my options for um, Anissa if he doesn't get up. Just the question is, how much is he going to bowl if Matt Kelly is picked as well? So their lineup could be everything. But him batting at number three, like he was making um, super coach tons um, for fun at the end of last season. So, yeah, there is a bit of meat on that bone, potentially, if the if he continues his batting form from last year. Um, the bowlers, no problems there. Abbott's just the only question. But look at that that, that money there, 197, 194, and 180. Like, they are the big guns. Uh, and he even managed to loophole Stoinis, which I like. I don't like Stoinis as a pick, but if you're going to have him on your bench to loophole and you're still going to have him then for the doubles for three and five, that's how you pick Stoinis. So, yeah, no, I quite like that thinking, mate. And lucky last is Kyle. So Kyle's got Billings, McDermott, great. Uh, Nisa, Hardy, Munro, Maxwell, Philippi. Like that again, like that bench. There's not much. 
I have too many issues with. I know he, he did send me some um, ideas that he was thinking, but mate, I think you're pretty well on the money again. Um, there, there's not much I can um, really point out. Maybe a Chaudhry versus maybe McKenzie is that 42k, but I think Chaudhry will get an opportunity this year. He could be the best cash cow too, the young Hobart player. So um, it just depends where he fits into that lineup. At the moment, I've got him the 12th man, but I could still see him fitting in. But mate, outside of that, no, it, it's pretty stock standard and pretty good. And the great thing is you've actually got Nisa and Richardson. So it means Richardson can become short next week. And then Nisa, if you trade him, um, well, you've even got the pole, like you could trade um, him down to say, let's just say it's Payne, who I really like, and Munro becomes Agar. Not only have you freed up cash, but then you've got, you can actually keep Tom Curran um, for those single weeks, which is, it's, that, that's a really good lineup. I'm just trying to think why, uh, what's different to, oh, it's because I've got Sam's on the bench at the moment in my updated side, so. Um, but I, I I do like that, mate. So good work, guys. I, I think most of them, you can see that uh, people on very the same track. There's just a few slight differences, which is which is great because we all want our sort of little points of differences. But a lot of those structures. So really taking in mind of that fixtures, I think you need to have all 11 double game players this week, maybe 10 if you're going to play Matt Shorten field. But I, I think you need 11. And then round two, You've got the strikers, so you really want the ability to either get four by starting one on the bench or five um, by starting two on the bench. And the popular ones are Darcy Short and Magnetti. I'm not a fan of the Nielsen pick. Round three, Renegade Stars. I think a few people are forgetting about that and thinking, oh, well, I've got three trades. But if you're only starting sort of three, you're going to have six that round. Um, I feel like you're going to be a little short because some of the top players I'm seeing eight or nine potentially because they're starting five or six. Um, so yeah, you might be a little bit, and it's not because it's just all renegades, all stars. They've got sort of that balance. It might be four and four where then when the stars um, have their buy, you can trade three of them out and straight into the strikers or scorchers. So you're only carrying one there and you're probably carrying maxi at that point. So um, yeah, you've just got to keep that fixture thinking. And that's why I've had the honey ball fixture up there the entire time because you do have to have a little bit of planning about that. And that's why BBL Supercoach is different than our normal AFL and NRL um, because it's more about making your cash so we can try to get a full team later um, with the BBL, it's very fixture based. So I hope that gives you a good idea. Thank you for sending them in and we will talk soon. Thanks guys, bye.